You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Welcome to this segment of Because You Asked. I'm Barry Newsbaum. In this episode, we will answer the big question of the week relating to the Supreme Court. What is the important news from the hearings in the Senate relating to proposed Supreme Court nominee, Neil Gorsuch? To begin, here's some constitutional background. The appointment and confirmation of justices to the Supreme Court of the United States involves several steps set forth by the United States Constitution, and they've been further refined and developed by decades of tradition. Candidates are nominated by the president and must face a series of hearings in which both the nominee and other witnesses make statements and answer questions before the Senate Judiciary Committee, which can then vote, yes or no, to send the nomination to the full United States Senate. Confirmation by the Senate allows the president to formally appoint the candidate to the court. Article 2 of the United States Constitution requires the President of the United States to nominate Supreme Court justices and, with Senate confirmation, requires justices to be appointed. This was for the division of power between the President and the Senate by the Founders, who wrote, quote, He, the President, shall nominate, and by and with the advice and consent of the Senate, shall appoint judges of the Supreme Court. Unquote. When former Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia passed away about a year ago, a vacancy was created, and in order to fill the court to its capacity of nine justices, President Trump has nominated Neil Gorsuch, who presently sits on the Federal Appeals Court for the Tenth Circuit. Here are some of the highlights from the confirmation hearings. Judge Gorsuch was asked how he would rule on cases if appointed, specifically the Roe v. Wade case, and in that case, his response was particularly impressive. To put the question into the proper context, during the campaign, President Trump said he would be seeking to appoint justices ready to vote to overturn Roe v. Wade, the 1973 decision establishing a constitutional right to abortion for women in America. Gorsuch said he would have walked out of the door if President Trump had asked about how the judge would rule on the court regarding Roe v. Wade. Judge Gorsuch said no one from the White House has asked him to make any commitments on any legal issues. Gorsuch said, I've offered no promises on how I'd rule to anyone on any case. Gorsuch also explained that previous rulings establish precedent, which becomes part of the law, and the presumption of future rulings. This seemed to suggest that the rulings with him on the court will start with the previous rulings of the court before him. Senator Pat Leahy, Democrat of Vermont, pressed Judge Gorsuch on one central question. Can he, as a justice, hold President Trump accountable? And Gorsuch said, no man is above the law. However, he refused to say how he would rule on many issues besides abortion, including gun rights, Mr. Trump's travel ban, and so on. Senator Al Franken, Democrat of Minnesota, was perhaps the most aggressive questioner. 
He turned first to the case of a truck driver who abandoned his broken rig in frigid conditions and was fired. He asked Judge Gorsuch, who in a dissent said the dismissal should be upheld, what he would have done if he were faced with the same situation as that driver. I'm asking you a question. Please answer the question, Franken said. And as the Judge Gorsuch demur was a response and then started to answer, the senator interrupted again aggressively. And he said, that's absurd. Mr. Franken continued, a veteran of Saturday Night Live in a previous life. Now I've had a career in identifying absurdity and I know it when I see it. Unquote from the senator. Judge Gorsuch handled the Saturday Night Live comedian very well and explained that ruling, much to the dismay of Franken, who is a comedian, not a lawyer or a judge. Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, Democrat of Rhode Island, said shadowy groups have spent millions of dollars in what he calls dark money to support Judge Gorsuch's nomination. The senator asked the judge to urge his supporters to disclose what they had spent and where the money came from. Quote, with all respect, the ball's in your court. That was Gorsuch's response, meaning it was up to the Senate to investigate if and when it's appropriate in their discretion to change the law. Senator Whitehouse pressed hard to find out who was financing the campaign to get Gorsuch confirmed, hinting that secretive, untraceable money had a secret policy agenda and that once confirmed, Gorsuch would adhere to those secret policies. What was Gorsuch's response? Very simply, the judge had no idea who was behind the money, had no idea what their agenda was, and had no contact from them. He also refused to take the bait on disclosure, suggesting the rules are made by Congress, not by the courts. Judge Gorsuch has called himself an originalist, meaning that he tries to interpret the Constitution as it was understood by the people who drafted and ratified it. He said his approach would keep pace with contemporary realities, however. Senator Chuck Schumer made the case for the GOP pushing to get Gorsuch confirmed after not holding hearings on Obama's pick for the last seat on the court, Merrick Garland. Gorsuch didn't take the bait, he just listened politely. The comments from the senator were political grandstanding. No party ever will allow a nomination in the last year of a presidency. The Dems couldn't do it in the last year of Bush's term either. Judge Gorsuch was also asked to address the nominee who never had that hearing, Judge Garland. He replied, quote, whenever I see his name attached to an opinion, it's one I read with special care, Gorsuch said. He praised his peer as an outstanding judge. But when Senator Leahy asked whether Judge Garland, who had been treated, sorry, whether he'd been treated fairly, Judge Gorsuch demurred, I can't get involved in politics. There's judicial canons that prevent me from doing that, and I think it would be very imprudent of judges to start commenting on political disputes. However, <laughs> Mr. Leahy had no such qualms. He said, I can express an opinion, and I think it was shameful. Gorsuch also was dismayed by Trump being critical of the court's ruling in the various travel ban cases. Who is right here? Well, Gorsuch says that President Trump, like all Americans, have a First Amendment right. 
but should not criticizes should not criticize the judge's honest or integrity behind the ruling, but rather the ruling itself. So there are your highlights so far. There's no doubt that this justice will be confirmed eventually, but the process still goes through the procedures because the Constitution requires it. Thanks for the great question. Please keep your questions coming to American Truth Project and on our social media through Facebook or Twitter. Remember, if we select your question, you get a special gift. You can also write to me directly by sending me an email to barry at americantruthproject.org and go to our website where you can sign up to be on our mailing list so you never miss an important episode. We are here to answer your questions because you asked. I'm Barry Nussbaum. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.